Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every LeBron James drive, Jokic rebound, or Steph Curry game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. No games tonight. Hello, hello, hello. I thought the Suns game was on today, but that's what I thought too, man. Yeah, man. I was trying to yeah. look for it on YouTube TV. I said, "What's going on?" So it's tomorrow at six. Man, we just had two epic game sevens. The Jazz come up short against the Clippers. The Suns in form guy in four guy is starting to become a rally cry in Phoenix. I'm Rosa Panta. This is the Clinic All NBA Podcast. I have the two hooligans again with me. JJ, how you doing, my friend? My name is... Happy Father's Day. Uh, Father's Day duos with their sons. You got Curry and his dad, Thompson and his dad, <laughs> uh-huh. LeBron James and Delonte West. Shout out. Why <laughs> are oh, you shaking this your head? Guy. Damn, you started, started, the, started, started this podcast with a bang, man. Got I right. know, man. It's hot. You're coming in hot. Coming in hot. I guess happy Father's Day to them. John... How you living, man? I'm good, man. Happy Father's Day to all the uh, basketball junkies and fans out there. Everyone except the Clipper fans. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And we actually got to give a special shout out to JJ. Because by the time you listen to this, it's going to be JJ's birthday. So happy birthday, my brother. I'm I'm so happy we're doing this pod together. Uh, You're my brother. Uh, Thanks, guys. Happy birthday, Jay. Appreciate it. Anyway... We just had a couple epic game sevens. We had the Hawks versus the 76ers, probably one of the more interesting, like, I guess, series of this whole entire playoffs. JJ, what did you think of this series? I mean, what's on everyone's mind? Ben Simmons? Yeah. Like, I don't even one. know where to begin. Who? You have your second best player. Not even taking shots within the fourth quarter. He actually have hasn't taken shots in the fourth quarter for the past few games. And if my memory serves me correctly, within the past eight fourth quarters, he's took below five shots, which is an insane amount. I mean, he doesn't need to shoot the ball. John said this last part, which is you need to at least put pressure on the defense to play defense on you. And he didn't do that. And the play that epitomized that last night was when he got to the rim and there was help D with Trey Young right there. And he passed it oh, on a dude that's like a foot shorter than him. Oh, yeah. Uh, RJ, we actually have that video of the Ben Simmons passed up dunk. John, what did you think of Ben Simmons' play? What did you think of Ben Simmons on this highlight right here? Hate it. I think if it was, so he spins, he gets away from the defender, and he has a wide open dunk. Got this. A guy who's 6'11", athletic as all heck, has a wide open dunk, and he throws a pass. I think it's uh, Thibel, right? Matisse Thibel, I believe, is the one who gets the the pass from Simmons and ends up missing one free throw. And I just... I just can't even believe what I saw, man. I like as a Sixers fan, I would I would be sick. 
Um, Thibault was not a great free throw shooter. He missed one free throw. And after the game, you have your teammates throwing you not only under the bus, running you over, but backing up and then hitting you again as your body is on the concrete. Like, <laughs> this is not good for Ben and Simmons coach. and the coach. This is not good for Ben Simmons at all. I think for sure he's gone. And, I mean, I can't blame them. He didn't show up. He's supposed to be an all-star. He's supposed to be a superstar, according to some people, but he didn't show up. Holla, holla. He's afraid of the moment. He's afraid of shooting the ball. And, man, that's it's tough. I, I feel bad for Sixers fans, to be honest. There's, like, no yeah. looking back after last night. Like, when your coach puts you under the bus, and I want to, like... Just straight up say that Doc Rivers, it's on him too. Yeah. Like he, like Doc Rivers lowered the value of Ben Simmons last night. When they asked him, can he ever be a superstar? And he says, I just don't know. Like who even says that as a coach? Your job as a coach is to motivate your players. Number one. Number two, it's to provide value to your team. You just straight up put a negative value towards your team. Now, what are people going to do when they trade? They're going to yeah. lowball you, right? Exactly. And like, wasn't wasn't Doc Rivers also a GM at one point? He was like president of like basketball operations and the coach of the Clippers. Is my memory serving me right? No, you're and right. And then you right. go ahead and you lower the value of someone who is definitely going to be on the trading block by saying that he might not be a championship caliber point guard like you can't answer that question it doesn't even matter dude if you're a salesman right you could just you just say yes right like you you should be able to sell anything and that's what doc rivers's job was supposed to be right then and i don't know if he was just a victim of emotion at that moment and like we got a little bit of truth serum Bruh. but Man, it just sucks for Ben Simmons because that dude's supposed to be the second superstar on this team. And you could argue that the second best player might have been Seth Curry or might have been Tobias Harris. Um, Like with all things considered. Now moving on, like with the Hawks now, or if you guys want to still talk about Ben Simmons, you can. But with the Hawks, what did you guys think of the Hawks play? What did you guys think of Trey Young? Um, Who was the MVP on that side of the ball? I'm going to go with uh, John. I think, I think it's amazing that we're gonna get one full, one more full series of seeing Trey Young's hair. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, I don't know whether that's just karma from all, all the viewers, or it's just it's just meant to be because he, he definitely has some of the worst hair I think I've ever seen, not just in any in basketball, but any professional sport. But if we're if we're being serious. It's, it's got to be Trey Young. I know he shot horribly. I know JJ isn't the hugest fan over there. But he, even though he shot a horrid, what, 20, 30% from the field in a game seven, he still got 10 or 11 assists. He involved his team. And it's it's. I think his value is not just on, this, on the stat sheet. He, you have to account for him wherever he is on the court. And that opens things up on the offense. He is such a threat. Not only from the outside, but he can actually, he's super fast. He's very quick. He has a, a great first step. So he can get into the paint and he can dish it out. So I think that he is such a valuable piece. And if you were to take him off the team, holla, holla. the Hawks would obviously not be where they're at now. So Trey Young is obviously the MVP. But let's let's come, let's give some credit to a guy I'm sure no, 
half of people who are probably watching the game don't know his name and the other half are probably thinking there's no way this dude can ball the way he does it's like do you guys remember or recall going playing pickup games and they're picking teams and you see this one dude and you're like oh man i can totally bust this guy's ass he does not look like he can play at all <laughs> and that guy is kevin herter man he, he does not look like a professional nba player but the, the kid can ball he can shoot he, he's actually super athletic don't let the looks fool you the, the, the kid put up what 20 he put up 26 27 points last night so if I had to give an, a close MV, or an MVP, second MVP for that game, it'd have to be Kevin Herter for oh. sure. Yeah, I, I agree. JJ, what do you think? I mean, John summed it up pretty well, so I hope you guys don't mind. I'm going to go on a Doc Rivers rant. Oh, yeah, let's do it. I think this, this coach needs more blame. I'm all about patterns and behaviors. Doc Rivers has the record or is tied with the record with a losing streak with game sevens, number one. Number yeah. two, look at all his teams with all these third quarter losses. He's done it with Philly, game five, pitiful game. If they won that, they would have won the series. That's the game that actually Ben Simmons lost his confidence. Holla, holla. Okay. You have his tenure with the Kawhi Clippers during the pandemic which he should have won. They should have won last year. Our face, the Lakers, which we all wanted. That didn't right. happen. And then you have, quote unquote, the most talented team in the NBA with the Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin Clippers. And that team folds. Not to mention that, look at all the superstars that he quote unquote ruined. Ben Simmons last night. Pandemic P happened under him true and then you have chris paul when they said that he was washed up goes to okc and he blows up again so patterns behaviors doc rivers come on man true yeah i mean doc rivers is definitely under the microscope for this whole series i mean you have someone as talented as ben simmons and it's so crazy that if you listen to basically any of the big basketball podcasts like, they are vying for Ben Simmons in sort of like a Draymond Green role, you know? Like, I don't think I've ever seen a Ben Simmons, like, putting up a screen, rolling to the basket, getting the ball, and then making a quick decision as he's attacking the basket, which is Ben Simmons's, like, Ben Simmons' best trait, right? If he's attacking the basket, he is absolutely hard to stop because the dude is, like, what, 6'10", 6'11", and, a, like, a complete freak athlete? Like, this guy should be either a four or a small ball five. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think we saw it once. I think, I also think that because we've labeled in the media and just everybody has already set Ben, ben Simmons as a superstar, I think we everyone tries to overcompensate, especially the coaches, on what he's maybe capable of doing. Maybe they expect him to put up 25, 30 points and an average, you know, 10, 12 rebounds and eight assists just because he is that talented. But maybe oh. he isn't that guy. Maybe we've just been, maybe he is that Draymond, Draymond Green type, which which is an all, he's an all-star, but he's not a superstar. So maybe that's, that's something that the next team that he's on needs to consider that he's not going to be a scorer, but you have to put him, like you said, you have to put him in a position that's going to help him succeed and make the most of his, of his skills. Yeah, like, 
I think another big part is like Ben Simmons like mental game like he is his confidence is completely hurt I mean that play in itself where he passes up that dunk kind of summarizes what we're all frustrated about like Ben Simmons is that he had a wide open dunk but he didn't have like the championship like grit to just go up there and dunk it his first thought was like I'm gonna give this up I don't want to get fouled I don't want to be put on the free throw line so I rather just pass it up as fast as I can to Matisse Thibel. So I I don't know. What's the? I think there's a lot of problems. What's the? Is it Wayne Gretzky or Jordan? Forgive my memory, but you missed a hundred shots that you don't take. I think Gretzky. It's Gretzky, yeah. Gretzky. Or Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Simmons Michael literally Scott. had zero shots. Zero in the fourth. Zero. Zero for zero. zero. You. <laughs> JJ and I had the same stats as Ben Simmons shooting the ball in the fourth Ouch. quarter. Bruh. Just let that marinate for a second. Yeah. Bruh. Do you guys do you guys think that the Trey versus Luca or the Trey the Trey Young trade for Luca does that look better? What did you guys think? Like let's just like reflect on this. On it happened on draft night, right? right? Between the Hawks and the Mavs. It looked like for a while that that the Mavs won this trade. Do you guys think it's a lot closer now, John? So it's hard to argue with recent results, right? I mean, if you're if we're talking strictly about well, for one, the look of Luca is always going to outmatch the look of Trey from a vanity from a standpoint. standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> So, so as a Dallas, so maybe in Dallas you're gonna Dallas you're gonna attract a lot more people that some more girls that are attracted to Luca. I don't know, but in terms of the at the time the draft trade, you know, it, it was nobody really knew how it was gonna play out. Trey Young had a great college career. Luca was kind of unknown internationally, even though he got the MVP in the Euro League and he played really well. He was just really young. But looking at the recent results. Trey Young has made it further in the playoffs than Luka has. And given Luka is playing in a tougher Western Conference, I'd say, the Eastern Conference isn't really a slouch True. either. But the Hawks did play the Knicks first time in the playoffs, and then they played the Sixers here in the second round, which obviously they're no slouch. So if you're looking at the recent results, you have to give the, the, the nod to Trey. But I think most people would also say that Luka's ceiling is way higher than Trey's in terms of what he can do. I mean, Luka... They're roughly comparably the same age, but I think that Luca is definitely, he's on the verge, if he stays healthy, of breaking almost every single statistical record holla, holla. In, in the history of the game, if he, plays along, if he plays long enough and he stays healthy. That's how good Luca is. He's a generational talent. I don't know if we can say the same thing about Trey Young. Trey Young does have that superstar talent. I, I believe that. I just don't know if he has that generational talent like Luca does. And generational, when I say generational, I mean, you know, Kobe, LeBron, um, Jordan, those type of guys. And so I, long term, I'd say Luka. But for now, you have to go with the results. And I mean, it wasn't I don't think it was a bad trade on the Hawks part. Yeah. JJ, what do you think? Yeah, definitely not a bad trade on the Hawks part. I still I would still roll with Luka just for the fact that the level of competition that he's played and how he's played has been impressive right. like everyone's jaw dropped last year yeah this year as well and yeah he didn't really have a supporting cast but damn trey young doesn't have a crazy 
roster either. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. I think that um, the trade is a lot closer than, than people would have thought. I think at first, like when you were looking at the rookie seasons, the disparity between Luka and Trey was so glaring. Yeah. Like Luka was so obviously like people were wondering, like this guy isn't the first pick of this draft because he was so good. He was amazing. Um, anyway, I'm going to move on from this after I do one thing. There's a picture of John Collins here. I'm going to ask you guys, is this a dub or a dud? RJ, I'm going to have you bring it up here. John Collins. We can click into the picture. John Collins. After they win game seven. He's wearing a shirt of himself. What? Of himself dunking on Embiid. Bruh. JJ. Dub or dud? I don't know. I don't want to count because I've... I think John has like a shirt of himself that he was <laughs> he wore when he went to uh It was it was me one time. It was no, it was me uh it was me scoring a layup on you. Obviously we, <laughs> obviously we can't dunk, so there's no there's nothing I could uh Yeah. But it, I think it was the reverse layup though, so it was a little more oh, okay. it was a little more impressive, I think. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know John. about that. I, I wouldn't wear it. I'm cool. Yeah, John, you I don't know, man. I, I kind of like it. I'm going to go with Dub. And the reason why I say that is because Joel Embiid is the king of the trolls. So the fact that he did it to Embiid, I think it's it's kind of... Yeah. It's just fitting, right? Because Joel Embiid loves to clown on guys. He loves to do that type of thing. So to me, it's harmless. It's funny. It's it's whatever. I, I hope, you know, Embiid took it in stride. He's probably a little... Maybe he's a butthurt about it, but it's all in good fun, man. But... And I think he was just doing it as a joke. I hope. I don't. I hope he's not, you know, rocking that out to the club or going to the, going on a date with a with a t-shirt of himself dunking on another dude. That's kind of weird. He's doing what you did with your date. <laughs> Thing that's, is, is that like, you know, fake. you know, this was a, <laughs> you know, that this was a petty move, right? Oh, like he probably he probably heard so much crap talk from Embiid, dude. And it's like, I'm gonna do this one thing. And he he got I mean they won they won so he deserves it he deserves to talk all the crap that he that he wants. That's super petty. Next game super petty though for sure. Yeah, super petty. I love it though. Nets versus Bucks. What an incredible game! So many what ifs in this game in this series actually. John, what did you think of Game Seven Nets versus Bucks? I think there are a lot of empty bandwagons. That, that are rolling around town there's there's i mean i had to say so i was at a bar and i haven't been out i mean obviously with a lot of things closed there haven't been it hasn't been full capacity so it was really cool to, to watch this game seven out with a bunch of people you know not wearing masks hopefully vaccinated and all that but the vibe and the atmosphere was really cool because there was there was people just getting into it i'm sure people bet on the game but it was just, it was awesome, and it was, it came down to the wire. Right, right. Baby, baby. It went to overtime. You had KD with just man, if he had one shoe size smaller, and that was a three instead of For a real. two to tie the game. I mean, they would have won because the 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 Bucks couldn't score with one second left that sent the game to overtime. But I got to give it to KD, you know. So uh, to add on to that, um, Anthony Slater who's a beat writer for the Warriors. When KD was on the Warriors, he had a really huge issue with his shoes and his shoes always all over the place. And um, 
Anthony Slater actually interviewed KD about this, and they uh, KD responded with, "He actually wears a size 18 shoe, but he's really a 17, and he wears two socks because he wants that comfort." That what? So I don't know if that plays a part of it, but we discussed this before that it's a game of inches, right? Like the Ray Allen three pointer, the CJ McCollum. Out of bounds play, and now you right. have the infamous KD three pointer that switched into a two point play. Right? Um, you can't blame KD for airing that air, air balling that last shot. Would you guys agree with that? No, not at all. Because he played. I think he played. He played almost. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I I meant that there's no way you should blame him because he. I think he played nearly the entire game after he played the entire game of Game Six. So, like, so ESPN like commenters, and I'll let you guys like expand on that more. Sorry, John, to interrupt, but they no, said, good. "Oh, Michael Jordan never airballed the oh final shot. Bruh. Kobe never airballed. Well, no, he actually, I'll take yeah. that back. Kobe, Kobe airballed three times, but not yeah. yeah. But it wasn't. They argued that it wasn't, you know, a last second shot, but." MJ never airballed, blah 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 blah. What do you guys think about that, that narrative? What? Uh, I think it's whack. I mean, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be hating on a guy. He played. He was the only. Katie was the only reason they, the game was close. That's the only. He's the only reason they won Game Six. I mean, not the only reason, but he was the majority of the reason. He balled out. He, and I'm not a huge fan of Katie, but he played his heart out. He played every minute. He honestly could have. I was worried that he was going to suffer a serious injury playing that many minutes, and given his history, so I think it's fortunate he came out not seriously hurt, especially with the season that we're having. So, there's no way you should get put that slander on KD, regardless of how you think of him with his burner accounts or, or accounts <laughs> of his personal life. It was probably real active. I mean, it was real I, active after yeah, this game. I'm sure it was real active for sure. But come on, you gotta. Assess the game for what it you know. Assess him as a basketball player, not what he does off the court. And you got to give him his props. He played his heart out. He played his butt off, and he's the only, he's the big reason why the the Nets even had a chance to win that game. Yeah, I don't care what what the sport the sports analysts say about KD airballing that ball because I've seen him time and time again hit clutch shot after clutch shot. Carry a team literally on his back. I mean, he had one of the all-time game fives, like in history. I mean, it was completely incredible. And for them to talk slander about like a single air ball, I mean, yeah, it was an important shot. But man, if you're like John was saying, if you're playing every single minute, what? I mean, you're allowed to air ball a ball sometimes, right? Especially the last one you put up. He looked completely exhausted. Well, why the hell didn't completely exhausted after the game? Time yes, out. sir. That, that one I'm wondering too. And another thing that I'm wondering from KD is also, you know, when he was dribbling up with the ball, he actually had a, like, he could have, like, dribble pulled up real quick to shoot it over everybody. I mean, the guy's seven foot, right? No one's going to block that shot. Instead, like, he kind of dribbles it in and then ends up taking a fadeaway. I didn't really like that he took a, a fadeaway for the last shot. I wish it was just, like, a, a dribble pull up or got a screen to set him free but there was just a lot of what ifs in this game john what did you think yeah it was th- i agree i i think the big i actually think the big reason why the nets lost is because of joe harris yes sir i know that there are other players that could have played well Harden could have obviously scored more but 
Joe Harris is a guy that's supposed to hit threes. He was open on a lot. And there was a yep. stat that yep. he's, he shot the same as Ben Simmons. Yeah, his last 27 shots. Percentage-wise, his last 27 shots as Ben Simmons. And that's not only embarrassing, that's unacceptable for somebody that is known to shoot the ball well. That can't happen. And the Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks barely beat them. So if Joe Harris shoots his average and scores what he's supposed to, they definitely would have won that game. So it, I think it's, you know, you could blame a lot of guys, but Joe Harris is supposed to be that third, what, their third third or fourth, not third, fourth best player. So you got to come through in that situation, and, and KD can't do, it, can't do it alone. Did did the Bucks get lucky with this series? Yes. Like, we're talking a lot of slander on the on the net on the nets right now, right? But do you guys really think the Bucks won this series, or do you think it was sort of given to them? JJ. They. When I say they, the Bucks, the Bucks got lucky. The Nets lost the series. Yeah. They gave it away. Yeah. Um, when we watched the game, Middleton and Holiday, lack of ball movement, they didn't really give it to the Greek freak. I think uh, Holiday was two for seventeen at one point, and Middleton was shooting below thirty-five percent. Lack of adjustments, and even though uh, Giannis had what forty points, I thought he could have scored a lot more. And I just don't buy the stock. Like, you have an injured. Harden, you have Katie that's gassed out. You have, you know, Joe Harris, like John was saying, that wasn't hitting his shots, his three pointers, and he barely came out. True. Ben Simmons, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. John, what do you think? Yeah, you, I mean, the Nets didn't have, they didn't have a healthy Harden. They, Katie was gassed. Mr. Flat Earth wasn't playing at all sorry Kyrie wasn't playing <laughs> got hurt I do wish I'm, I'm just I'm just messing I, I wish I wish Kyrie a speedy recovery but no the Bucks definitely no, <laughs> I do come on that's that's mean I'm not mean-spirited like that so I do think that the Bucks that was they got lucky they didn't play particularly well they had things go in their favor and I don't like I don't like calling out injuries because I think every year teams are fortunate when other guys get injured. I mean, the Warriors should have won against the Raptors, right? But they had guys get hurt. So you can't really call right. that out. It happens all the time. But the Bucks just didn't even play well. And they were fortunate that, you know, Katie was just gassed at the end and Joe Harris wasn't making shots. So, yeah, the Nets, the Nets that was their series to lose and they ended up losing it. Quick yes or no. Is Bud's job is Coach Bud's uh, job safe, John? Wow, that's that's a tough question. I I wouldn't say yes completely, but I would say it's a lot safer than it was a few days ago. Because JJ. go oh. ahead, sorry. Yeah, I know you said yes or no question, so I'm gonna say somewhat yes. Yeah. JJ, what do you think? It's safe, yes, but it shouldn't be. I'm going to agree. Completely agree. We're going to go to the game six. Jazz versus Clippers. Yes, sir. Man, I really thought the Jazz would have won this series. John, what did you think of this? Yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, Donovan, I don't know if you guys saw Donovan Mitchell at the end of the game, game six. He was beside himself. 
I mean, how do you how are you up 25 points in the third quarter Preach. and blow that game Preach. and lose? Oh, yep. It's I just I just can't believe that the Jazz gave that game up without without Kawhi Leonard playing. It, that's just a lack of focus, a lack of concentration. That's obviously on the coach. I mean, Donovan Mitchell played extremely well. I think his supporting cast didn't come through and it showed. But also the Clippers, you got to give them credit. They they balled out. They they did what nobody with the majority think that they couldn't do, which is make the Western Conference Finals for the first time. They're going to hang that banner up now and it's going to annoy me up there in the at Staples Center <laughs> Western Conference Finals <laughs> appearance. That's a cute flag. That's a cute flag. 2021 Western Conference Finals appearance. JJ, what did you think? You had your defensive player of the year look like he was a liability on defense, which makes us question, did they give the award to the right person? When you have Terrence Mann, someone that shot below 22% for on three, having seven for 10 on three. Bruh. I don't know. That's kind of fishy. They went small ball. And I've always thought that with uh, Rudy Gobert, you wanted to run small ball, just like what the Warriors did a few years ago when they got smacked. Bruh. So, yeah. um, I guess give credit where credit's due, which Ty Lu adapted. That was a good coaching decision. Yeah, I mean, we were questioning him before with Marcus Morris at the five. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this game pretty hard. Like, I had to ask myself, if, if Kawhi Leonard doesn't go down, does he take this risk of going small ball like this? I mean, what? get this. You have Reggie Jackson and you have Terrence Mann they're both very wiggly, very creative scorers. That's really hard for a seven-footer to get in front of. If you think about, if you think about Kawhi Leonard, he doesn't move the same way. He's not creative like that. He's more, he's more efficient with his movements, right? So it's a little easier for Gobert to stay in front and for Gobert to stay on the floor. I almost think this is this sounds like complete blasphemy. It was almost a blessing in disguise that Kawhi goes down, PG steps up, what? and then has these guards just go absolutely like nuclear on Gobert. I mean, Terrence what? Mann, how many points did he have? He had like 39 or something 39 like that, points. something crazy. Oh, I mean, bro. who who Rose had the who had the bet, man, on 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 Terrence Mann scoring over 30? <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm gonna Rosa Panther. You, that the, what you said is blasphemous, hundred percent blasphemous. And I'm gonna be real with you right now. <laughs> I, there's no way there's a blessing in disguise if Kawhi Leonard is not playing. He's a top. He's arguably arguably a top three player in the league. I get what you're saying though. That true. He, in a pick and roll, Kawhi is not as crafty. He's not as quick, especially at this age. So it is, it would be easier for Gobert to pick him up as opposed to Reggie Jackson who played like Reggie Jordan and Terrence Mann who yeah. he was I, I didn't hear of Ter I have never I never heard of Terrence Mann before this, this this year so I'll be honest but you can't I mean Kawhi Leonard is averaging what 30 30 something points but I think it's just yeah. like JJ said you got to give more credit to the coach yes sir I think Tyron Tyron Lu he adjusted perfectly and made and you know made those switches and put in the right players against the Jazz who played particularly big, but 
No, I, I, I can't agree with what you said. There's, there's no way it's a blessing in disguise that Kawhi's out. Yeah. But moving on to game one. Clippers, Suns, game one. Book gets his first triple-double, right? What did you guys think of this game, JJ? They won without CP3, who people think is currently the MVP of the playoffs. Yeah. So very impressive. But the Clippers, I mean, they have came back 0-2 for the past two series. If they steal the next game, then it's it's up for grabs. Yeah, John. I, I cannot believe Paul George is proving us wrong. I cannot. I just, <laughs> it's so hard for me to swallow that pill. And But I mean, you know what? I'm going to do it yeah. right here on, on All Play Clinic Alfie. NBA Podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to eat my words and I'm going to admit that playoff or pandemic P has turned into playoff P this, this entire playoffs. He's, oh my gosh. Am I hearing I know. what I'm hearing right you're now? You're hearing what you're hearing right I now. I got, I have to, it's dude, strange. you got to. You got to look at the numbers and you got to look at the way he's balling out, especially without Kawhi. Yes, sir. He's the reason why the Clippers are in these games against these teams. He's the, he's the reason why he they beat the Jazz. If we're uh, not the whole only reason, but he's a big part of it. And so, I'm not saying that he's he's you know definitely wiped out that moniker of yes, sir. pandemic P or whatever you want to call him. But so far, he's proving a lot of people wrong, and myself included. I gotta I gotta give him props. Yeah, absolutely. If book, if book wins a chip, does that break the Jenner slash Kardashian curse? Bruh. JJ, what do you think? What what's her resume right now? She has like Clarkson, Balake, yeah, Balake, Ben Simmons, <laughs> and your favorite Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Kuzma. Oh yeah, Kuzma. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that's an impressive resume. That's like a, that's a starting that's five. Like a, yeah, that's like almost a starting yeah. five. <laughs> holla, holla. Does, does he make the curse? I don't know, man. I think he's a winner regardless. Yeah. Congrats to him, John. dude. I mean, I think they've been... I've, I feel like they've been dating for a while. And also, you got to give it to Kendall. I mean, she, she got rid of all the losers and she's sticking with a guy who's now in the Western Conference Finals, right? Holla, holla. So she's the yeah. one. She's picking him, right? I mean... Yeah, I don't. The curse is probably overstated, but it's just funny to talk about. We'll see what happens, man. I yeah, think we'll see I, what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. The Suns are the Suns are my pick to win the finals, though. So. Bruh. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I actually want to show you guys what they were handing out uh, for Game One. RJ is gonna bring up that video there, and it was actually shown on Bleacher Report. They are handing out. Suns in four t-shirts. It's got the dude on there with his four fingers up. Bruh. John, what do you think of this shirt? I think this shirt, I think this, <laughs> this kid is going to be making a lot of money moving forward just for getting into a fight and saying Suns in four. But hey, that's, that's a legitimate shirt, man. I think it's, it's, uh, it's cool that, you know, a regular guy is getting vi going viral and, and making waves and just making something out of nothing. I mean, he also got love from Booker and getting love from the city. So, you know, it's a good thing for Phoenix, man. I, I'm happy for the city. Yeah, John, or uh, JJ, what do you think? 
Yeah, this is pretty sick. Like, take advantage of the situation. Your 15 minutes of fame. Limited edition shirt. And he has an action yeah. figure too, right? <laughs> yeah, an action figure. So. He has an action, action figure. figure. So, and it was Man. a bot. And if they go ahead, sorry. If they would, if they win the chip this year too, like that dude becomes legendary. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he just gets like a permanent seat in that stadium. Um, ESPN came out with rankings for the semi-conference MVP. They have one is CP3, two is KD, three is Giannis, PG, Trey Young, and then Embiid. Do you think they got it right with CP3? JJ, I'm gonna go with you. Oh man, I think they did because they pulled a sweep, man. KD is two, and it would be one, but he lost, right? Right. Uh, yeah, Giannis at three, which you know, I wish he played defense on KD. But I think that's I think that's right. Like you can't put him beat up there because they lost. Trey Young was two for seventeen the other night. And then maybe PG's up there, but I guess CP3. But is he the best player on the best team? Can you argue that he's not? Yeah, that's there? what I was thinking too. John, what do you think? I think the rankings are right because it's just the, the semi, semi-conference um, series, right? Against the Nuggets. And if we watch back the highlights, Chris Paul was in his bag. He looked like the Chris Paul of Charlotte. Oh, I'm sorry, New Orleans, and back um, in college, he was just in his bag. He was, you know, doing whatever he wanted on the court, getting off the pick and roll, off the pick and roll, just going to his spots and hitting mid range. Like he was on fire, and so I think the rankings are right. Now he's not. I don't think he may not be the best player on the Suns. He may be, but for that series, he was the MVP in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that like Booker wasn't even on this list. Like, they didn't even consider him. Because I thought that he's been very efficient, too. But CP3 is that what was that dude for the semi-conference, for sure. Controlling the pace, just completely just controlling the series. And, you know, boys, that's actually all we have for this episode of the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. JJ, happy birthday, my friend. Thank you for being on the pod. Thank you. I, I always have fun on this pod. Thank you, listeners, and thanks to my boys here. John, thank you, my friend. Appreciate you guys. And of course, RJ, thank you to the PDO producer. Shout out. Come find us on YouTube. Also, come find us, The Clinic, All-NBA Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.